Storygram Network. Community Center coming at you. As I said, we got a ton of summer classes. We have a really cool event coming up too. On oh, the generally. jazz. Yeah, Cubani Jazz Cubani Project jazz. is a wonderful group down in the East Bay, I believe. And it's on June 22nd here on the back patio. It's part yeah. of our summer series, a live music summer series. Oh, so it's one of those events uh, that we sell funding. To collect, oh, yeah. Know, so. Yeah, yeah. So, so please help us out. I mean, the tickets are super cheap, you know. Yeah, they're, they're affordable. Music. You can come and you can bring your chairs. Unfortunately, I just checked with MC, Mary Catherine. And you cannot bring your own wine, but we will have some food here. I think yep. we're going to have some tacos. So we're going to have some tacos and some uh, corn on the cob Mexican style. Oh, yes. Yep. So And we'll have drinks available. And then there's VIP experience. Yep. And VIP. this is fantastic. You'll, you'll come a little early into the secret garden. And there may even be a salsa lesson. Oh. Is it a salsa like a picante salsa or like you a know. oh some dancing? I'm, I'm down oh, to dancing, okay. but this is gonna be fun for all ages, all groups. So anyway, Kibani Kibani Jazz Project. I really butchered that one. Is June 22nd here. Yes. That's the first of our summer series, and then we'll have another one, possibly a local country situation, Oof. happening in August. Well, nice. That's nice. Yeah. Hey, oh. And Valley of the Moon Music. They have a festival, right? Oh, Classical year, music, and it's amazing. And they, last year, did a free concert here for the kids. So yeah. the free concert will be here for the kids It is as well in June. And along with everything else, you're going to start exploring on the Sonoma Community Center. Wow. You like that? So many things. Good I thing I'm it. not singing in the summer series. I'm going to need some What's the auto-tune for us? <laughs> no. Hey, Gerardo. How are you? Pretty good. Hey, you know about the subscription? How does it work? That's a good question. So subscription to the Sonoma Community Center podcast means really no commitment on your side. What came up, I was thinking about this a long time ago, is people typically tend to think that a subscription means that you have to pay for something or we're capturing an email or information like that. But that's simply not the case. So you mean I can just click it and just watch your videos and I don't have to pay any money? And you don't have to pay any money. Wow. Subscribing merely means that when the next time we have an episode, it will pop up wherever you're listening to episodes, be it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. And what that means is it really just supports us and lets us know that we have listeners out there besides just downloading the podcast. So it's just not subscribing. It's also liking it, right? liking it but really that subscribe button means that we know that there's listeners out there perfect i don't know if you've had this but i have people that come up to me and say hey i listen to it i do i do but I translating have. that into the subscribe button means that you're supporting the community center podcast the artists and everybody that comes through here and shares their story that we are always excited to share about well you guys are listening subscribe please Yep. Boop, Make boop. our life easier <laughs> and we want to become popular. <laughs> Famous. All right. <laughs> Subscribe away. Hello, we are the Sonoma Community Center podcast, a place of creativity, connection, and community. We highlight the artists, teachers, and the community that come through the doors of our historic brick building, often called the heart of Sonoma. We share local tips and shout outs to our home, Sonoma Valley. And we are your host, Molly Spencer. Gerardo Diaz. We are the engagement team of the Sonoma Community Center. Hello, hello. It's Molly Spencer at the Sonoma Community Center and... Gerardo Diaz. Hello, everyone. Well, Gerardo, it's, it's been a minute. It's been a while. It's been a while. We got off our game. Yeah, yeah. These microphones are collecting dust already. I mean, there were spider webs, you know, anything, you know. <laughs> they are. Well, it's it's been a big season. The first five months... And my world was all trash and fashion, Sonoma. Yeah. It's always events and that's all consuming. 
but a successful season, I must add. Yep. We had two sold out shows and lots of participants and connections and everybody's story and Barbie's out there in the world, dressed in trash, finding new homes, outfits upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I have to say, though, it was a really good show and you did a great job. Oh, thanks, Gerardo. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I couldn't do it alone. We have like a fantastic group of some people here that are volunteers. I'm going to just shout out Lynn Martin, who is always there in the weeds with me, as well as Janet Nussbaum, one of our board members, creative writer all around. So I can't do it without everybody yeah. that just shows up to the plate and makes it what it is. So it was a beautiful show. I, I know. Loved it. And if anybody is in Sonoma, right here at the community center, we're only a block and a half away from the plaza, you can come see the trash and outfits. They will be up on display. A few go back to the designers and then a few designers are like, we're done. <laughs> you guys can have this. <laughs> and which is amazing. One of the outfits was made by Brittany Kundi, who was our first place winner. And she made it basically her own fairy branches and they were all paper that looked like wood. That was awesome. Yeah. And flowers. That's a whole nother thing. If you want to see like a really good video, I encourage anybody that wants to follow Trash and Fashion Sonoma on Instagram. We are there all year and we have good ones. But I want to talk about also Noemi. Oh, yeah. That was the, the Reina de Primavera, the Queen of Spring. Yes. What a beautiful dress. For her first time doing it, I mean, participating, it was amazing. It moved amazing. Yes. It was, I think it was over 350 LaCroix cans. Yes. And she is actually the costume designer, right? For Ballet yeah, Hispanico? Yeah, for the Ballet. Yep, Quetzalan. Yep, 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 what yep. a treat to have her on board. So. Yeah, years of experience. And she's really happy. She's like always thinking of doing it next year too. So. Oh, good, good. Yeah, yeah. I got a great get her into. Here's the glue trick. Forget the hot glue machine. <laughs> Forget the hot glue. It's all about E6000. I think that's the name of it. Or is it E3000? Takeshi's looking over at me right now. Maybe you can bust out the Google. You know what we have today? We'll jump off of trashing, but I just want to say thank you to everybody for supporting that. And Follow the participants. us on Instagram. Participants, artists, sponsors, everybody came everybody. on thrill. And we also had the, the trash bash, the dog suit. We did. We had dogs <laughs> on the catwalk where Gerardo and I were oh, narrating. Terrible. Our... <laughs> I wouldn't say terrible. You know, it's a lot of fun, but. I have to say, if someone is willing and wants to take over the trash bash and sponsor and yeah. all the way through really organize that, we would love it. We do work with our partners, Pets Lifeline, but in the name of the things at the trash bash, it's a lot of work. Yes. And we had kind of some participants. I think Sonoma is big enough where we can have at least 20 participants, you know? Yeah. So come on, people. <laughs> you know, wake up, get up. You, I know you love your dogs. Come on, bring them in, dress them up, you know? People love their dogs. I know. Town. They love them. I was them. surprised to see that not that many participants. Yeah. To well, be honest. Yeah. So might have to do a little takeaway, folks. Sorry on that, unless someone wants to come in and take over trash and fashion. But we got some other <laughs> ideas on, not trash and fashion, but the dogs portion. I still love it. And then we're... Not done yet, actually. The season continues. And by the time this podcast comes out, it will have already happened. But we are going to the second annual North Bay Fashion Ball happening tomorrow at the Phoenix Theater, organized by Cincinnatus Hubert. He's amazing. There's five upcycled artists. This is more run like the public can come and enter miscellaneous or upcycle outfits and win a tiara. And there's always amazing music. Went to the one last year. And they're great. So Trash and Fashion gets up there and says a little part in between the upcycling designers. And we have our own wonderful Emma Diaz coming with us and Jane and Rhonda Goodman. You remember that one? It was all like the orange and yellow netted bags. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are pretty cool. She's a very cool artist. So we'll continue on that. And then I'll keep you posted because I think we're going to be a part of the Eco Awards in Sacramento <laughs> in August. Anyway, enough about trashing. Let's move on because there's so much more here. I know. We got so many things going on this month too. By the time people listen to this podcast, we're probably going to be close to the classes that we have to offer. But Tell us about summer because summer is right around the corner and we are actually moving on to just kind of getting people back in the habit 
of putting most of our classes on a quarterly system. So what that means is trying to have everything dialed in, say, say our next quarter is summer. Yeah. Everything by the beginning of May, ready for June and July and August. So that means, and there's very popular ceramics classes that I know fill fast. So think about those seasons, folks. You want something in January, start looking at the beginning of December. It doesn't mean there won't be pop-ups. Can see you looking at our computer right now. Yeah, so we have a couple classes too for a culinary department. We got the homemade ravioli and wine pairing with uh, Maria Teresa, nice chef. Uh, she actually does some of the, the baking classes for teenagers. Yeah, and she's amazing with the kids. Even though it's her first time doing it, she I just know. does she's it pretty nervous, well. Though. Right? Yeah, she's nervous all the time. But dealing with teenagers, I'm nervous to deal with teenagers. <laughs> I, mean, I have one that's just becoming a teenager, yeah. and I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, so she's great. It's just amazing. She is, so she's straight from Italy. Yep. Every time she's cooking, I mean, it's like the season of Italy, actually, this summer. We have... We also, oh yeah, we have yeah, Lisa Lavagetto. Yeah, Lisa Lavagetto is doing, doing a taste it. of uh, Italy, I believe. Yes, there's lots of Italian classes. It smells like rosemary, so garlic. The, uh, ravioli homemaking is really good. It's a workshop. It's a two hours, and then you get to do your ravioli from scratch yes. and get to eat them at the end of the day with some wine. So it's a done deal. Does that all go down at noon? Everybody's like, <laughs> 11 a.m., you know, <laughs> so by the time you eat it, it will be like one. But it'll be nice. It's a Sounds nice good. date, you know, siesta. get your woman, get your favorite person to do this class with. Yeah. yeah. Do it with your dad. It's Father's Day next. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's close to Father's Day. So it'll be June 3rd. This class will be in June 3rd. Yeah. Come practice with dad. He's into cooking and eating and all of that sort of stuff. Summer brings us all kinds of classes as well. I know there's quite a few painting and drawing classes coming up, yep. as well as printmaking. Everything you can find is on Sonoma Community Center org. You could just like explore and don't be intimidated. If you can't find something, just, just keep pushing programs. <laughs> <laughs> or call us, you know, don't be a stranger. And one of those things, I just want to give this out there too in the world, because even though this is a podcast and if you're a local listener, we do rely a lot on volunteers and we're currently looking for volunteers and interns to help in all sorts of ways. There's always working on events, which we could always use hands on, be it creative, be it in-house. And one of the things we are in need of really is someone to help out around the office. So if you have some skills in that, love it. And bring it to us. Our season just started and it's outreach season. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about outreach. Yeah. Farmer's market, man. Farmer's market started a couple weeks ago. The Tuesday farmer's market is always a zoo, but it's fun. I'm back in heaven right there with all the fruit stands. Oh, my. All the food. Oh, my goodness. I I know. This week, well, hasn't been really a great feeling good week for me. I'm on the up and up, but it is so hard at the farmer's market. I'm looking around. There's a lot of food vendors, and there's a lot of crafters down there this year. Yeah, I think that I saw somebody doing ropes with the kids. I think she's from the Woodland Star Charter School. Oh, that's your school, huh? Yeah, my school, yeah. She's doing ropes with the kids, you know. That was pretty cool. really cool. I'm a little jealous that we don't have those skills. That was really cool. I saw my son doing this, and I thought it was great. And then at the end, I saw him jumping with his rope jump that he made. So so they tie it up in between two trees, mostly yarn, right? Mm -hmm. And they create these braided jump ropes that the kids can take home. Yep, and for free. And for free. Right next to us, who we brought down the... <laughs> oh, we, we got the, we, the pottery wheel. We got wheel. the bike powered pottery <laughs> wheel. Yeah, everybody was like, come on, get in the bike. We actually are charging $5 if you ever want to do this. We charge $5 no, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. Here's Gerardo over there, it's and the he gym, sees adults you know? walking up, and he's all cardio and clay, <laughs> cardio and clay, <laughs> which is true. I should probably get on there a little bit more often, but it's, it's a fun time, and we're down there every other week. The farmer's market on Tuesdays is in the Sonoma Plaza, and we will be there. I think it goes until the end of September. I made sure that we were booked for the zucchini races. Oh, yeah. I've never seen one of those. um, (laughs) And I'm 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 actually looking over at Takeshi. Folks, we finally pulled our sound editor. We're like, no, 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 no. You're sitting in today. So as you can tell, (laughs) we did not book a guest. We're free flowing. So now we get to hear Takeshi's story, but he's over there chuckling at us, right? (laughs) We roped you in, Takeshi. Welcome. You roped me in. Thank you. No stranger to a mic. 
No, not really. Uh-huh. You know what? I have to say something. So we're here working with this like $100 mics here. And then Takashi comes in and brings the Thriller mic. Yeah, know? let's talk about the Thriller <laughs> yeah, mic. Yeah, yeah. Thriller like, mic. So Takeshi is the sound. I'm going to call you the master of sound. <laughs> sure. Master of sound. Here yeah. I am <laughs> with my raspy voice, you know, and then he, his microphone's like smooth criminal, you know. I mean, <laughs> and it's because of the Thriller? Is it Thriller well, mic? Yeah, yeah. I, it. It's the same mic that Michael Jackson, not the same exact mic that, you know, I didn't steal it from Michael Jackson. <laughs> he eBayed it. But it's the same model mic that Michael Jackson used in Thriller. So most of the time I give the singers, the musicians, a uh, kind of a rant about if Michael Jackson sounded good on this $400 mic, if you can't do it. Nobody can. Nobody can. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, it's the top selling album in the whole entire world. Is it still? Do you think yeah. it still is? Oh, yeah. It's never going to be taken my, down. I huh? think it was one of my favorite ones, though, too. Yeah, Very probably like Jean. Thriller and Dark Side of the Moon or something like that. Mm, that's debatable. Oh, you mean as far as best selling? Yeah, best selling. Not preference. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, Dark Side of the Moon is always just charting. You know I, what? I, know. I need to what check it out. That? I need to check that one out. I, I, I what? Never, yeah. You never heard it? No, no. Pink like, Floyd? Oh, Pink Floyd, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you heard one. it. Yeah, you yeah. heard it, or yeah. you heard it somewhere. Yeah. You were yeah. in the light show and you didn't know you were hearing it. If you, but heard you heard money. It. <laughs> one of my favorite songs from Pink Floyd is actually Time. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, that's Time is one of my yeah. favorite songs, to be honest. I just showed that to my daughter the other day. And like she was looking for music. I'm like, hey, listen to this, but don't be in shrooms when you listen to this. (laughs) She listened to it and she thought it was so cool. She's like, I'm going to put it in my playlist. I love it when your kids like actually think your music is cool. Right. I'm looking over at Takeshi and he's got his Bowie shirt on. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. I'm super jealous. Takeshi and I kind of became friends when he was over at KSVY running, running the music. And then we had mutual friends that put on the Bowie shows after he had passed. Yeah. And I was the lucky winner of this really obscure Bowie album, right? Of course. Yeah. Which one is ours? I believe is what it was. Yeah. And I was so excited. I won something. The thing is, I don't have a record (laughs) player. (laughs) I sat there and looked at it for a while and I'm all, I know someone that's going to love this and play it. So do you listen to it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. I do. I have my own Pioneer turntable from back in the day. I I swear that is the one my dad had. Pioneer. How's the sound on those? Does that sound good? Well, it has a crystal oscillator on it. So... it, yes. Or Crystal Quartz Oscillator and Technics, uh, which is owned by Pioneer. So it doesn't lose time ever, oh. or the belt drives kind of get a little wobbly at times. I don't even know what he's talking about, <laughs> but I trust everything this man it says about sound. <laughs> How did you get into sound? Like, when did it start? Did you always collect music? Was it like music and then the tech part of it? Or What's the deal? When did it happen for you? When did it start? Yeah. It started when I was like five or four. No, six. I used to go in there to Towers Records. Went to, no, Radio Shack. I got guitar lessons here by uh, oh, wait. It started at the community center? Yeah, in this room. Folks, wow. every guest we have on, I swear to God, Surprise we do not lie. It all starts here. It all started, starts here. started yeah. here for me dance so yeah so started with guitar lessons and i think it was the first song i learned on acoustic guitar was weird owl my bologna (laughs) i was immature so (laughs) (laughs) just eat it eat it eat it (laughs) eventually kids like weird owl i've seen him twice he's like one of the most (laughs) amazing performers in the whole entire world oh my god he wears the outfits all of them I think I heard a story from my oldest son that his teacher from Woodland Star was actually a musician with uh, We Were Out. It was so me, good. Now like, that you said that. He, it was, and he looks like We Were Out too. Like, I know. <laughs> I, I imagine just they're all like off of Frank Zappa. Then just went in a comedy direction, sort of, you know? So, I right. love that. His new movie, his biopic <laughs> is... Weird Al the- still... Oh, have you seen it yet? No. no. Is he doing the best I see you're movie. still a fan. It's oh, the best movie in the whole entire world. What's no. the movie called? I think it's called Weird Al or Weird. And it has when did it Daniel Radcliffe out? as Weird Al in it. 
It came out like six months ago. That's a little kind of it's, perfect right, right there. It's by far it the best movie in the whole entire world. And just remember, <laughs> Devil's Squeeze Box. All right. You yeah. heard it here, folks. All right, we'll I'm be binge watching and out. finding weird. Weird owl. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's a biopic. It's down. all true. <laughs> when I when I think about We Are Out, like I think about like Tom Green. You remember Tom Green? Yeah, those kind of funny characters, you know, living know. living the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blur yeah. between art and life. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh-huh. right. having uh-huh. fun. I think is like having fun of what they do because yeah. uh, We Are Out is a fun guy. So I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. So it went from Weird Al to uh, rock songs and everything and learning different scales and then moving on to bass. I was in a couple different bands at the time, but I was always intrigued with like recording. And so I went to audio engineering school in Sacramento. Nice. Took every single class and passed it except for one. So I never got my certificate. Oh, <laughs> it was that like sounds business like- and music or something. Yeah, you're all. I'm not doing that. Yeah, that's this why is awful. that was like the junior college. I'm all. I'm not taking math. I'm going to take every single class except, except for math. math. Which now I'm all. Oh, I wish I would have taken math. <laughs> right. Business. Now, what do you know? Now. <laughs> yeah. You need it, right? Yeah, I kind of need it now. <laughs> it's easy. You have Just actually the, the best invoices. Classes or something now. <laughs> You have the best invoices because they're very clean and easy to read. So <laughs> take that business masters. Except for when you put a date of December on for March. <laughs> that's editing Failed. skills. Yeah, that, I do that stuff all the time. So you went to sound engineering, then you're like, yeah. we're just playing around? Yeah. Or- also writing electronic music. So when you're learning about electronic music, you're also learning about mixing and production. That's yeah. really important. And at the time, I just really wasn't into audio engineering and all this other stuff, but I just took it. And then by the time I was about to finish the very last class and I just didn't pay attention to it really and failed it miserably, I had this conversation with one of my old school colleagues and they said, oh yeah, I got my certificate and my AA and yeah. I'm doing nothing with it. I was like, okay. great. Just so you're all, hmm, back, you're not really backing me up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this here. Is, okay, okay. So, yeah, this is really awful. And I was like, okay, well, this is nice, awesome. And then so I moved on. I said, you know what? Screw this. I'm not going to complete this. This is really stupid. But along came YouTube. And I, I guess I'm more uh. YouTube educated than anything because back in the day when you learn about production, it's like you're hearing it from some wizard over the mountain <laughs> and you hear these like secrets about <laughs> audio production. Okay. And yeah. you hear it from somebody who heard it from somebody else who worked in some studio out in San Francisco, like the foundry, yeah. the factory. I can't remember the name of it right now. Fantasy Studios. That's okay. the name of it. And you hear about all these tricks and everything, but you don't know if it's ever true. Uh-huh. <laughs> and plus, you don't have the gear to do it. That makes sense because you can't really experiment and see if it's true because it, at yeah. that time, it's pretty expensive gear. Yeah. Very expensive <laughs> gear. Like a mixer is like back then, a 24 channel mixer is about 250K. Oh, what? That's like oh, a yeah. house. Minimum 250K. A 24 track reel to reel. That's like another 100K. So it's like a half a million kind of set up. Huh? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then the speakers alone are about 40K. And so. No wonder y'all. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was, should I finish school? <laughs> should I, I, really should I go back? <laughs> and, that's uh, like having. That's like 20 student loans right there. <laughs> right. And then you could get a gig over at a studio, but you're an assistant for a good two, three years. And if you're lucky, you might be able to touch a mixer and make minimum wage for a while. Touch the mixer today. Guess what? I touched the $200,000 mixer. You know, you, really could, cool. you could have been the cleanup crew. You always going to touch the mixer. Yeah. Know, if you clean it. Exactly. Unless you blow it up. Oh. <laughs> you spill the so, wrong clean substance uh, over it. <laughs> so, that sucks. 
during the time I was making chip tunes with my bandmate. Chip tunes? Well, it's like you're making music with Game Boys and Nintendos. Oh my god, that's rad. This is a new world we, for me. We went Takeshi. on this weird tour and everything for <laughs> a week. Me? And we used to play in all, all over the place. And we had like monthlies in SAC. And yeah, it's called SAC, not Sacramento. If you lived in Sacramento, <laughs> it's, you know it is SAC. It is SAC. My husband was born <laughs> out of SAC. And it's always what he calls it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You never call it Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> tongue is just tired by the time it gets to the rough. Right. So, Sack. Yeah. So the more and more you actually do learn about audio production through just YouTube and just watching wow. more and more and it triggers something and then you have to pirate the software because software was bigger than <laughs> renegade you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to because yeah. you don't have the money. So let me think here. And then I got into doing visuals for a bi-monthly club in like lighting? Sacramento. Lighting? Yeah, trippy psychedelic visuals. Okay. And I did that for years. And <laughs> <laughs> no wonder he's super familiar with the Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> yeah, I worked with a laser guy for a while. Oh wow. By the way. And he was the guy who had the license to shoot a laser above one watt. So, oh, you need a license for that? I don't oh, even know. yes, because you could blind somebody with it. Oh. And so he was the one that was shooting these lasers in the 90s at these raves and everything. Yeah. And oh. then still continues to do it. And he made his own custom lasers. I worked with him for a while. That was really funny. <laughs> this is a whole new world. This is like the clay no, when Meg was here. It's like school of sound. Yeah. And so somehow I was working with. Teresa, we're at the Briar Patch. The Briar Patch, by the way, folks, is that sealed smoke shop in town. Right? Yeah, Where yeah. It's a juice bar now. It's so <laughs> it's old been school. many, many. It was across from the pub, Murphy's. The old but Sonoma, right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a cool place for people to go, though. That yeah. were like teens and stuff. And so somewhere in between there, I was, I went to IT school and uh, computer science school, and I didn't get anything out of it except for learning how to Google really well and watch more YouTube, how to repair things. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> it's, this is just like falling into things. So yeah. Trace got a phone call from somebody named Ned Hoke. And I know he Ned. needed somebody to repair his computer. And so I stopped by and I started repairing his computer and doing kind of office work for him. And Ned I, Hoke is a therapist in town. That Actually, I would say, yeah. I, oh, acupuncturist, that was it. Yeah. Maybe I went to the same. I, I think I went to him when I was a teenager. He's a, he's kind right. of a legend in Sonoma. He is, he is. <laughs> yeah. And so he actually had me figure out how to get his show onto podcast form. This is like 12, 13 years ago. Really? And so I kind of figured it out for him. Ned and Hoke is the OG podcaster <laughs> yes. of Sonoma. <laughs> he's of the OG. No way. Yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is his office was right behind the old KSUY studio. Yeah, and that was right over by 7-Eleven, right? That small little board yeah. building. And Ned was using KSUY's Wi-Fi because he has a, had his own show there. <laughs> so, so I, I had to go over there. This all comes I love together. That he's siphoning Wi-Fi to yeah. do his OG podcast. And it's probably he doesn't have a there. word for yeah, it. Too. Yeah, exactly. And so... I'd bump into Bob every once in a while because I was taking archives of Ned's show and labeling it for him and doing all this other crazy stuff with it, putting the tags on it. And it was a really big process back then. Yeah. And so sooner or later, Bob was like, that's Bob Taylor, folks. Bob Taylor. GM of uh, KSBY. Yeah, and sooner or later, Bob was like, hey, I need someone to work with me to do these sports events and help out with just working around the radio station. And I said, sure, why not? <laughs> I think also it was pedicabbing at the time too. It's just petty what? Pedicabbing, doing wine tours. <laughs> yes. This is also You random. were doing wine, wine tours? Yeah, on a pedicab. I just, I just get people really swirly and we just, <laughs> just have a good time. <laughs> 
another person of many talents. Yes. <laughs> you know, we really, we get bored, I guess, in Sonoma. And, and that's really how we survive, you know? Yeah, you, know? you got a scrap around here. It's true. <laughs> and so I was working with Bob, and then maybe two years later, I got a full-time status there. And that's when I took over the morning show. And that's where I met you, Molly. Yeah. See, <laughs> so we you just was like slipping on a banana. roads lead to me. <laughs> no, <it's true. laughs> what was I going to say? Who is responsible for the gong sound on the morning show? The gong sound is actually from Jeff Gilbert. Okay, so Jeff Gilbert is another super great character in town. <laughs> Gotta listen to his show. He is straight out of the 40s, folks. He's yeah. a crooner and just Jeff. He's such a character. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. So, how long were you there for? Uh, I say five, but I think it was about three or four. Okay. Eventually, yeah. just couldn't do it anymore. I don't and... even know how you got up in the morning, to be honest. So, yeah. I'm like, morning show? What time you be there? <laughs> <laughs> On Thursdays, we used to have a wine segment. And it was so bad. <laughs> At 8 40 in the morning, we had a wine segment and we'd be tasting wine. Morning. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I know for Sonoma Community Center, I'm not saying like, I'm the first one that did it, but nobody was really doing that here. This yeah. Kind of sleepy, you know? I mean, it's great. We had amazing programs. And I think Kayla started going on um, to promote ceramics That's and some right. of the chili bowl events and stuff. And I said, well, sign me up. I want to go on the radio. And the first time I went in, it's only a 20 minute slot. Yeah. I must have brought like a list of. 20 classes plus I talk so fast <laughs> and I'm like thank god for Takeshi finally he's like eh, he didn't say it but gently they're like streamline that <laughs> you know, leave it to now it's like okay I maybe get two or three concepts in but uh that's right. Yeah. yeah. So I and, think the way that worked out was Bob was just like go look through the newspaper find anything you can yeah. And just invite them on. I was like, sure, fine. Why not? I know. Let's just I know. do this. Well, I mean, do you know the vortex now of like finding guests? Everybody's very competitive for guests. So. Yeah, it's really tough. And I was trying to get five guests a day. Yeah. Wow. Five days a week. What? And it's so, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So we got like authors on and different yeah. people. And I don't no, know how I it is it. now. <laughs> I think, you know, I mean, it's great. And I, I think there's so much more connection out there and people are, are aware, especially of KSVY and our local radio stations, of that that's a part of it too. You know, right. I actually listen to it. I love KSVY. <laughs> and I felt not a lot of pressure because I wasn't sure what it sounded like. But besides that, then you kind of moved on. And what was the next steps? Did you start doing some sound in clubs, in a comedy club? Am I right? Yeah, I did that too for, I guess, eight years during the time I was working at KSVY. And then I started doing sound for a movie. And that kind of shifted my my little brain. Big head, little brain. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Because she has do- incredible hair, by the way. Go yeah. look at the cover so shoot fluffy. you're going to see. It's, it's pretty. <laughs> yeah. No wonder he loves Weird Al. I didn't want to be in an office anymore. I just had to be crazy and just do whatever I wanted. And so I ended up leaving KSVY from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I've done a couple movies now, a TV series, the like sound design for a couple different things, been on different productions. For like, say, Facebook and a couple other things. Oh, wow. I remember you saying from the past, and this actually really resonated. I think it was when I interviewed Dan when they filmed Scream here. And they were talking about just how there's a lot of standing around as the sound engineers and stuff. My God. (laughs) Tell us about the glamour of your exciting sound engineering life. Oh, my God. Okay, so (laughs) the first movie, a third of the movie, we didn't use a stand. I was just holding the boom stand with like my above? arms. Like, yes. oh. And it was so painful. <laughs> it's like Survivor. Sound engineer. Sorry, we watch Survivor in this family. It's like <laughs> hanging, you hang from the pole with your toes. Two minutes in, you're, you're, you start <laughs> shaking. You can't yeah. just stand there. And then eventually we were like, oh, we got the stand here. Why don't we just use that? I, I, I got an idea. <laughs> oh, oh no, this is maybe it's bad. 
Survivor of Sound Engineers, and you win that two hundred and fifty thousand dollar <laughs> mixing board. <laughs> Who right. can hold the boom mic the longest? Imagine if you're standing there and then they make a mistake on the scene. You're like, redo. You that yeah. happened. Yeah, that happened a couple times. Takes, I guess right? the mic would get too low. It you can just, see the mic over there, buddy. Yeah, yeah that's so, a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure, but mostly they can't erase that though. You can't no. clip it like a photo. Well, no. you kind of can I mean, or could, whatever, but, but if it's like a close-up shot, then yeah. you can't do that. Mm. So <laughs> how long are the mics, the poles? Uh, it could go out to like 12 feet. Okay. That's pretty bad, though, when you're like standing and holding a pole that is like 12 feet, though. Yeah, yeah. most of the time I did like five or six, but you're just holding it, and <sighs> it just hurts so bad. Yeah. So a lot of the time American sound well, yeah. ever try to do like an arm wrestle after that I mean you're probably pretty strong uh, yeah after that I learned I needed to go to the gym and start <laughs> working out more <laughs> during the movies what you mostly do that's what you were asking about you kind of wait for the lighting because the first movie I did it was just like okay looks good let's just do it and you kind of have to hide mics on petite people and that's just <laughs> Oh my God. I never want to hide mics on like a lace dress ever again. It's just, <laughs> oh, I always thought about hell. that. Hmm. What do they do during a lot of the time you know, they do those scenes? Yeah. A lot <laughs> of the time scenes. they do like ADR where it, they just do a take of it and then they record it all record in the studio. Separately, no? Is separately. that right? Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes they do. Sometimes that. they do, but kind of like it, the cartoons, no? Yeah. Yeah. But the problem is, is sometimes it doesn't sound the same. And yeah. So you got to choose. If you're going to do the whispery stuff, that's going to be in the studio. Oh, I am just intrigued over here. If I you ever watch, now. like, say, Wednesday. Have you seen Wednesday? The new. Yeah. Yes. yes actually. Do you ever notice that how bad my... the dialogue is? I'm going to. But I, when I listen to it, it's because just... they're moving their mouth, but it doesn't go as. Well, no, it's because I think they didn't want to do it in the studio because a okay. lot of the times nowadays they wanted to get a good clean take and everything. Oh, and so it was so the sound terrible. Place. Oh, I'm gonna go back insane. and look now. It drives me insane. Oh, those but, little details. That's like yeah. I want to watch Dance Moms. Actually, here's a sound thing. So, you know, trying to find a show with your teenager who's 13. I'm like Dance Moms. Really, I didn't even watch that in the day because <laughs> that lady was such a nightmare. Well, okay, so I'm watching it. Dance Moms bringing back Abby Lee. And <laughs> they do, like, a couple of the girls got popular and decided to record some videos. And one of them decided to do a live show. And she was supposed to be lip syncing, literally holding the mic out here, singing the song and stuff. I'm all, what the, even my kid is like, what? You know, like, is it just holding it, you know, something, put it down, dance. And yeah, anyway, sound stuff is funny. When you notice it, you can't get it out of your brain. It's hard to like move on to the next yeah, scene. Definitely. What gets me with like a lot of those talent shows or whatever you want to call it is when they use autotune, it drives me insane. Ooh. Wow. You mean talent shows on Like TV? say American Idol oh, okay. or The Voice. Not, you can tell. Not this afternoon's talent show I'm running at. It's not a charter school. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's like where they're going and they hit this one note and it's out of tune and it kind of like wavers and it sounds a little bit robot -y. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Oh. It was funny. The other day I was watching a movie called uh, Sweet Tooth, I think. And there was the scene where this guy is explaining something to a lady and I can hear somebody's uh, phone ring. Oh, really? Yeah. No. But they didn't even erase it. It just went, ling, 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 ling. <laughs> and I told my son, my son, I'm like, come here, come here, listen to this, listen to this. And so my son is like, I don't hear that. I'm like, you don't hear, ding, 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 ding. you know, like a like yeah. a Teen Mobile kind of thing. I'm like, somebody screwed up. On you that got one. fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is pretty cool. But I right. mean, and then there's a whole nother job after you're working in the movies. Yeah. It's when okay. you take it home. I mean, that's when your real job kicks in, right? Okay. So I still haven't even finished the, um, <laughs> sorry. What I'm you usually forward. do. Yeah. So the <laughs> most current movie I did, which is a little bit more professional to say the least, they wanted to get every take right and they wanted to get the lighting right. And so you sit there. For a good 45 minutes, I clean all my gear and make sure everything's nice <laughs> and ready to go for the actors and actresses. And then you go, okay, so we're going to get ready for this. So we, you got to mic up the actors and actresses right now. 
and we're going to do it in five minutes, which means basically another hour. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Hurry up and rush. So, Hurry yeah, up and exactly. wait. <laughs> it's so you put the mics on them and it takes about 10, 15 minutes to sign where it sounds the best because yeah, like there are these little lav mics they are about, you know, one inch in diameter round and you kind of have to put it like in their chest or around their neck or you got to hide it somewhere in, <laughs> in the bow tie or whatever. Well, yeah. It's not it's, fun. It's kind of like the flower world, you know, when we do weddings and you have to put on a boutonniere and right. have to like, or a corsage underneath, right? So when I worked in New York City, we ended up doing this wedding for, I don't even know who it was. It was at the Plaza Hotel, right? Crazy family I worked for. And I had to put on the boutonnieres and corsages. And I walk up and this guy's pretty hammered. Totally hammered, in fact, right? It's all, well, hello there. It turns out it's it's Yogi Berra, the voice in the taxis. <laughs> in the front, right? Oh, you doing pretty thing, right? And I have to like reach in and try to put on his boot near, you know, so it's a, it's an awkward, yeah, awkward part of the trade. Definitely. And so you put the mics on them and most of the time I'm arguing for a boom mic because the best sounding mic is probably going to be a boom and then usually it's not. So all we're going to use are the lobs, which is really stressful at times because if it doesn't sound right, you got to move that mic again. If there's like lav rustling, and so you have to figure out the good place to put it. Sweet <laughs> so, spot. Okay, so you're waiting another good hour for them to get the lighting right. And then... The, it's like a five minute take and then you do it again and then you do another one and they go, okay, let's change the camera angle. So you got to wait another Damn. 30 to 45 oh, minutes. Oh, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> job. Camera's done. None of it. You know no. how you just wanted, I wanted to be in the movies or you want to be a part of it at some point. Yeah. All of it, you start finding out you're like, Ugh, it's uh, like, Oh, it's going to take, Three hours just to do uh, too many scenes. Oh my goodness! That's how it always is. Yeah. Give them props for all those yeah. movies wow. they do. A two three hour movie. I bet you there's about twenty hours that was just cut out and shaved down to that. Yeah, wow. I mean hour hundreds half, of hours, hours that go into any productions like that. Thinking of any events that we do here, not to bring it back to the community center, but all these events take hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours and. People don't even realize how much that takes, you know? But we did notice that when we had to do kind of switch over and do some, learn some video technique for COVID when Eric oh and Kayla and I yeah. were all doing videos, right? I actually shot my first one. First, I transitioned into doing ballet for five-year-olds online. That worked out for about two times, right? Because they're <laughs> all jumping on top of the trampoline, doing ballet. I'm all, no, no, no. This isn't going to work, right? <laughs> then I thought it shot a how-to video. Oh my God, it's probably still on the Community Center YouTube. And had a really bright tablecloth out in the secret garden. Anyway, yeah. it was a lot of work just to get a cohesive right. little video. No. I, I'm very appreciative that Reels is out now and kind of gives you some templates because... Just takes a long time, and the yeah. sound thing was the weirdest thing for me to try it's to figure the out. Worst. Yeah, it's <laughs> there's just, always problems with. I'm all. Uh, this looks videos. good. Oh my god! <laughs> you know. Yeah, if you're outside, you're gonna get the birds and the air. Oh, totally. And everything, and so you got to use like dialogue isolate and these really expensive programs to fix all that. Yeah, and that's so. why we called you in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So where was I? Okay, so movies, and then I got asked to do sound design for the movie, and so I did that. And I actually, I got hired to do other movies, too, because I saw one of my old friends again, who I haven't seen in like 15 years. Randomly, he lived in Sonoma, because I was doing a gig for KSUI. (laughs) (laughs) Then all comes back to Sonoma. Yeah, always comes always, back and always yeah, dovetails back. It's like a Godfather town. Trying yeah. to get out and pulls you right back in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You like that. <laughs> yeah, so when I got into the podcasting thing, yeah, I was always helping some people out here and there. I helped out with like wine with nurses and a couple other ones. Daedalus, he... The uh, deadliest yeah, Daedalus. We did a Bohemian podcast and... 
Unfortunately, the owner didn't get it, so we canceled our thing on Transistor, and then I guess a representative hit him up and said, oh, the podcast sounded good. How about if we give you a free year? Okay. And that's how we started StoryGram. (laughs) Yeah. So you came to me a little bit about StoryGram. Maybe explain it a little again. I'm all StoryGram. Still trying to figure it out. You know about StoryGram? Mm Mm-mm. Maybe you can explain to G about Storygram. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So this is all during the pandemic and everything. So. Yeah. So we decided to start a small thing yeah. called Storygram. And it's just a podcast network, okay. pretty much. And it's not, I mean, it could be going somewhere if we pushed it a little bit harder. But it's just pretty much I'm getting all my favorite shows or all the shows I work with. And I just put it on there. And Sweet. so we're going to have like a website. Everything, okay. but we're just still just putting on new shows. And we're stuff we're and, on Storygram, yeah. right? You're all on Storygram. Yeah, that's a big uh, fist bump there. We're we're just trying nice. to. I mean, coming to podcasting, I, I know it's a very saturated field, you yeah, know. Yeah. But and so we appreciate all y'all out there so, that made it this long. But I think even trying to reach out to people that are kind of new to listening yeah. to podcasts, they don't really understand where they can find it. For us, because we've done a lot of things on YouTube, they seek it there. But it's clearly everywhere, wherever you listen to podcasts. But I think they just don't understand some of them about the word subscribe, because I think subscribe yeah. makes you think you're... You're putting money or... You're getting email or you're going to pay for it. But really, folks, yeah. subscribe just means, hey, we're going to show up next time a new podcast comes out and want to listen to Keshi right. talk about it. So that's all <laughs> yeah, that means. Yeah, yeah. And that supports Subscribe. us be able to do what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. come on. They we're should, not asking you for money now. They should subscribe now. and review your podcast. Yeah. And that will give Thank it a, you another Thank you, next steps. Yeah. Next steps. Subscribe and review. Yeah. Touch, snaps, whatever that is. But like. <laughs> the funny thing is about this podcast is yeah. that if you put Sonoma, I think it'll just pop up because That's, the community center that is was such my, a... Strategy. Yeah. I didn't want a fancy think, name because I didn't think anybody was really you know, going to find like it. We need to like when we market in, uh, we need to put like really cool pictures of the podcast, like just like when they do Mr. Beast. You know, ever seen Mr. YouTube's? You know, yeah, yeah. the the picture is like something crazy going on in the background. You know, Maybe it's always, they always have that, that shocked face. Yeah, <gasps> we should be like this. Yeah, I think that Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll just put Oscar, our puppet, yeah. back oh, in yeah. there. Yeah, like another yes, because at one time the experimental party that we had in December was actually that was pretty fun. Oscar came here to interview everybody. I put him on the graphic. Oh, right, so- I was like, get it, get on my graphic, oh. and it was. Oh, fun. So we need to dress up, maybe like uh, jailbreaking or something. You know, something that people be like, <laughs> oh my god, what's happening? You know, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's all in the title. Like, I think. Yeah, title and maybe the, the presentation. Right. Yeah, maybe. presentation. I'm yeah. always open to titles, you guys. Yeah. Can you help me out? You know what? Uh, <laughs> one time ago, I have my friend Kevin, and uh, we always want to do a podcast about uh, reviewing the worst restaurants out there. Go and eat. Oh, and yeah. and yeah. we're oh, going to call we, it yeah. Diarrhea Brothers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so you're just going to create a podcast just to sandbag we, something. Yeah. We <laughs> are sliding down a slippery slope it's, here, Gerardo. Not brought to you by... Cinema Community yeah, Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah, is yeah. not associated with Cinema Community <laughs> no, Center. Not at Although all. Although we are not down for always bringing back the segment and making it a good one soon of yeah, What's yeah. for Lunch. What's for Lunch, and yeah. maybe that's how we wrap it up. I mean, Takeshi, you have an amazing story, and I want to, I, I can only <laughs> imagine you when you're little too. Your sister's Amiko, right? Yeah. I remember yeah. her from high school. So a, a wildly avant-garde yeah. family. Yeah. Yeah, she's Do you get it from your parents? Uh, I think so, probably. Yeah? Japanese in your background? Yeah, my mom's half Japanese. Uh-huh. She was, uh, well, no, no, she's Japanese. She was actually raised in uh, internment camp. Wow. She was there for like a good five, six years. Wow. Wow. Yeah, they don't really mention that. You know. Don't really talk about that one, right? <laughs> <No. laughs> little hush-hush. It's only yeah. a few months now. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, that, that's something. So. Yeah. My dad has a crazy story. It just sounds like such a... And that's what they met? Oh, no, no. Oh, they they like, met oh, in San Jose. Okay. Yeah, uh, San Jose University. 
but my dad has a crazy story. It just sounds like it comes out of one of those weird black and white movies. What? Mm-hmm. Tell me. So, we got time for this one? This is so weird. Come on, I'm intrigued now. Okay, so my dad was uh, premature, mm-hmm. and so he was lucky he made it out. They put him in a shoebox and gave what? him to the mom. Wow. <laughs> just back in the day, wow. you know, yeah, yeah, back yeah. in the 40s or whatever. And so when he was like, I think eight or nine, his mom was married to his stepdad. They separated and his dad moved to Oregon. So my dad hopped on a train and from Minnesota to Oregon, he lived with hobos. Wow. DC, on a oh train. my God. I'm <laughs> loving this. You know, in the it night- doesn't sound real. No, it doesn't. But in the in the nineties, okay, just like touching on that. Oh yeah, it's pretty obsessed. It's a little punk rock thing, and yeah, I yeah. wonder why we thought it was cool, but it was kind of cool. And they had a whole series of like a fan sign that had like the story of this guy traveling along with hobos on trains and stuff. Yeah, what? Your dad's another OG. Yeah, <laughs> like eight or nine though. Wow! Imagine doing that. It doesn't sound running right. For, running for the rails. That's like. And so, what was his purpose to go to? He wanted to live with his stepdad because. Uh, oh no way! His mom was uh, abusive. Okay. Oh, that's pretty cool. And so, he, good stepdad. Yeah, great stepdad, nicest man in the world. So he says, "I never met him." So he joined the navy when he was like seventeen. He had crooked teeth, and they pulled all his teeth out, every single one, and yeah. no novocaine. No nothing. Uh-huh. And he was there for several years. And then the way he got what, his purple heart. What years were we talking about? I think the Korean War. Korean War? Era, yeah. Okay. Era. And then the way he got his purple heart is so weird. Again, somebody was sweeping the deck on the top deck and a big old like huge nut about the size of my hand fell on his head and cracked his head and he was bleeding and my dad was so angry at this guy. I don't know how he was still alive. First off, <laughs> that wow. he grabbed the wrench and was trying to kill the tent. But then they, they realized that he needed to get medical attention. <laughs> what? Yeah. So wow. this random. Is, this is some movie yeah. making yeah. material. So random. Then he grabs the wrench. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Try to kill the guy. Yeah. 20 <laughs> people were trying to hold him back. And my dad oh. at the time. He was so strong. He was like Hercules and he's like 80. Hercules, Hercules. Yeah, I'm serious too. Like, <laughs> it's, it's classic. My dad taught Kung Fu for a while. And no, shut up. <laughs> I'm telling you. And he was good. able to, I mean, I've seen it. They had put a blindfold on him and he was able to just fight off about five to eight guys. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So Bruce Lee's like, Who's Takeshi's dad over <laughs> yeah, here? Your dad got nothing on yeah. Bruce Lee, man. <laughs> I, I wow. knew right then and there. Oh, no, like, it's, you know, it's, it's the other way around. It it's is. Bruce Lee has nothing on your dad. On Takeshi's dad. On Takeshi's dad. Yeah, I knew then and there I'd never be able to beat him up. I was like, hey, Maybe he told easy. you the story so wow. you never, like, you know, you never mess around with him. <laughs> Just in case you want to... When you're a teenager, when I, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, my dad was old school. Like, he never beat me or anything, but he would... You know, if give he you said the something, eye. he gave me the eye and swear at me uh-huh. and threatened yeah. me. And I was like, oh, okay. Does well. your dad know how to speak Japanese? No, no. What about your mom? No. My no. mom kind of knew like like a version of Spanglish. Is it because the, Japanese? It, it, is it because they were put in camp so they wanted to be like more yeah, yeah. American kind of Yeah, kinda when they thing. integrated back into the schools, they gave my mom a American name. So oh. it was June, oh. so Kyoko, and then... Uh, Terrible. Yeah, yeah. Is she an artist? Uh, No. Oh, okay. I There's Tomiko, which is her friend that's an artist around here. What's what's her name? Tomiko. Okay. You I know who, that's probably you know who does of. that? Who changed names? It's Starbucks. Every time I go there, they change my name to... I tell them, Jose, and they come to Joe. <laughs> really? Yeah, when I get my, my copy, it's like, Joe. Yeah, whenever, like, whenever they what? ask for my name, I was like, you know what? I'll scan this, and you guys go ahead and. <laughs> They're terrible. It's lucky you can do that. Speaking of names, my original name, my maiden name, which I've actually never really changed. That's how old it is. Shetig. It's like an Austrian name. What? Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> um, that Shet- egg. Yeah, Shetig. 
shedding or ends put in it. It's still, I actually yeah. started to appreciate it once I became a boring old Spencer. And so I've never really changed <laughs> it. But Spencer. Exactly. Yeah. It's a pagan yeah. mask from like the black forest or something. They have these crazy, my dad's a priest, so he didn't really go for that. Well, we got some crazy parents. That's probably a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Yeah. But and, and growing up in the nineties, of course, yeah. you know, so I got that, uh, that Gen X kind of, uh, Yes. Sarcasm. And- I think everybody has stories. If you think about it, if you go down, like I got a bunch of stories when I was coming to the United States, you yeah. know, crazy ones too. I know. I right. can't wait to dive into your oh, stories. Right. Okay. That'd be fun. Yeah. Definitely. That'd be really cool. Wow. <laughs> anyway. Takeshi. Well, we're excited you're here. You always make us sound good. <laughs> oh yeah. I try to. And now... I feel lucky because our eighth graders or my daughter at her school, they're having, they have a little podcast that they're doing over there. All right. And so, right. you know, folks, are you interested in podcasts? How do we put that together? We've you been know? discussing it. You We've know. been discussing it and just trying to work our brain around, like you teach them the tech part. Like, I was we thinking do we here? could do like two classes or something like that. That was my big plan. And this one where you could learn how to do everything for free. Yeah. Programs free. The host is free and you got to do everything on your own. But that's really tough because we have to figure out how to do a lab or yeah. something or another. And then there'd be the advanced one where I would show you all how I really edit up a podcast, take out filler words and yes. make it sound really nice. And that's going to be super tacky. So it's really the tech side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the old other dives if you decide that you want to talk, right? Like <laughs> right. Gerardo, yeah. research. Talk yep, yep, close yep. to the mic. Yeah. Exactly. Doing well. <laughs> See my sound. I'm telling you, like, I've been hearing my voice all day right now, and it sounds like I've been a smoker for 30 years. I was, but it just sounds like, hey, man. And then Takashi's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know if he can fix that with his sound magic. He can can fix my voice. I sound super nasally all the time. I always talk like this. (laughs) So do I. So do I. So I wouldn't worry about Arado. I sound like a duck sometimes. (laughs) I do like that too. But you know what? I do want to give a shout out. I always do it when we're doing the podcast for uh, Costa Tacos. (laughs) My favorite place on earth. To go eat tacos is Costa Tacos. Costa, are, are they sponsoring us? They no, really they're not. Be but us. Every time I go they there, they just sponsor him us some free tacos at the Tuesday lo- Farmers Market. As long as they continue serving some good tacos, <laughs> I'm going to talk about them because they're delicious. Takeshi, right. what's your jam when it comes to <laughs> lunch choices? I've been thinking about this because I figured it'd come towards me. <laughs> you you want to know my guilty pleasure? I hate oh, to yeah. say it when it's like, 1130 at night and it used to be a 247 joint and frozen burritos from 7-Eleven. Taco Bell. Oh, that's a guilty pleasure. Oh my God. You are my number one right now. You are the antichrist. You know what? If I want to clean or do a cleanse on myself, I go to, I go to Taco Bell, Uh you know, Taco Hell. I go to Diarrhea Tacos, you know? Man, yeah, you're yeah, killing yeah, me. Yeah, that's my. It's something about their sour cream. I think it just doesn't doesn't do well with me. But <laughs> I, I, I got a story me. for you. I'm not gonna lie. I would hit up the Taco Bell when you know in the I, drinking days when you'd go out well, and about. Yeah. That was the only Different thing though. that was open. Taco Bell in the 90s or you know early uh, maybe <laughs> yeah you know, the 80s. Yeah, yeah, it was good. The yellow wrapper. Yeah, it was really good because I remember when they opened the first Taco Bell in Napa. My cousin was working there, and she's like. Hey, come that one was legendary back yeah. in the day. We're, yeah. we're going to have like free tacos come in, you know, so I the went. Legendary Taco Bells. We all know them. It There's was one delicious. one Pacifica like that It was too. delicious. Well, did you know over in Sonoma, this Taco Bell, people camped out in front oh, a no week way. ahead. Oh. oh, yeah. Just wow. to get Taco Bell. I'm trying to remember what it was. Taco Bell was something else there. Um, it was going to be a Burger King at one point, but at that time it was just a what lot. Was it? it was a lot. It was just a parking lot. Was, was it? Yeah. yeah. Because I remember we had yeah. a KFC here. Well, uh, KFC was where, that, uh, where Jack, Jack in the Box Then it was is. Kenny Rogers yeah. Roasters. Was it? And before that, it was A&W. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. And then there was a Foster Freeze right across the street from uh, McDonald's. Happy Dog. 
the one that's now. Well, yeah, that breaks my uh, heart. Yeah, I know. I know. Happy dog. Come on. Bring it back. Uh, Bring you it remember, back. You remember I worked there. The, the diner, Li- Lions, I think it was called, where uh, Blackberry used to be. Uh, oh, you, oh, oh, you mean Leon's. Leon's. Okay. <laughs> you, I got a story and that was, from that. Caro's. That was Caro's. <laughs> I remember uh, I was in high school and me and my buddies were all hungry. So we're like, hey, let's go to Leon's, you know, <laughs> and eat. So I ordered the nachos. And then what I found. There was a cucaracha and my sour cream. It looks like the cucaracha was like <laughs> snow ski. I've heard this story. <laughs> I've heard this story. So what I did is I took the cucaracha, put it on the side, eat the thing, and then called the manager like, hey, hey, there's a cucaracha here, you know? So the guy grabs the cucaracha, throws it in the ground, and he's like, I'll bring you a new one. I'm like, all right, perfect. On the ground? Yeah. Just throws it on the ground, <laughs> on the carpet. So ratchet. And then, so... He goes, brings me the nachos, and then me and my friend would look at each other. We're like, let's just finish it and then put back the cucaracha <laughs> in the plate and then Horrible. tell. So we did the same thing. We ate the nachos, called them, and he's like, hey, man, there was a cucaracha underneath, like a, like a chip or something. He's like, oh, there might be on the chips then. You know, I'm like, I'm not paying for this, man, you know? <laughs> Teenager. So we, we got two nachos. But no, like I said, it looked like it was skiing. That cucaracha was skiing on my on my on my sour cream. Yeah, terrible. Like, were you guys around? We used to hit that place up. It was Lions and Denny's. That was twenty four oh, yeah. hours yeah. for a while, or at least open to like two or three. They had a little Lola. cigarette vending machine over there. Uh huh. What? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah wow. You're allowed to smoke inside restaurants up until like maybe ninety three, ninety four. Mm, yeah. Mm. And High school. Yeah. I remember when they banned smoking at clubs in San Francisco. And that was they, a big for deal. years, they would still have like ashtrays on the side. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. For the renegades. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, crazy. <laughs> Taco so, Bell, guilty pleasure. Oh, my oh, God. Terrible. <laughs> wow. I, uh, guilty pleasure. So that means people, I don't go there. Cover much. your ears, please. <laughs> yeah. Cover your ears, people. And if you're you're feeling like, you're not pinching on Taco Bell, which we all know at our ages. You can't do that all the time. No, you so. can't. Once a month, maybe at the most, I swear. <laughs> so what, what's, what else is your jam? Well, when, we, when my parents and I lived here, uh, we would go to probably two places, three, because... Uh, Happy Dog was there. Oh, oh it's yeah. Not there okay, okay, okay. Happy I still Dog have was my t-shirt. I worked yeah, there. Happy Dog was one <laughs> yeah. of the best burgers I ever got, but... There was nothing happy about those people in there. They were really quiet no, all the time. You no, know what? Nice that was people, just that they were actually super nice. Well, I, I started working for them. I worked there when it was Mr. Smith and he talked about grumpy, right? <laughs> all high school. So we worked there and then they started working there and they were just really nice. I forgot to go to work and I ended up working across the street Golden Springs. Golden Springs. Right? That was my sister's place. <laughs> Golden Springs. I think I worked there. I don't know if I worked with her. I worked at that there time. as a dishwasher. Oh, there, oh everybody there's did. stories. There's yeah. stories. I've got some that. stories that I'm the, not going to read. Did you ever hear about? Yeah, there was a fight between. What? There's always fights between the chefs oh, yeah. and everything, and they'd bring out the knives and try to chop each other up. Yeah, the first long time ago. I'm talking about maybe '97 <laughs> yeah. or something around there. Yeah, I was yeah. I was like 12 or something, and I wanted a job. I was there like an '89 or something yeah. like that. I mean, the chefs were like cooking with the cigarettes in their mouth. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I got a lot of stories, and I'm not going to repeat after until we get off that. I'm, but I still love their chicken chow mein. That's it was delicious. First gig. I, I think yeah. the ashes were right after made Happy the, Dog. That the delicious, you know, yeah. flavors there. Yeah, when I went vegetarian, the last thing I ate was a happy dog hamburger. Oh, uh, I used to, I was vegetarian when I worked there. I started yeah. grease Come fire on, on a happy Saturday. Dog. Bring it back, bring it back, happy dog. Uh, my favorite. Yeah. So they sold it to favorite. their relatives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The nephews, like, no nephews. Yeah, yeah, yeah they were and young ones. Unfortunately, they just didn't have. Well, they had the, the pandemic though. They had the, the pandemic, pandemic habit, and then. Um, I know some of my friends worked there too, and then they were just they used to go on vacation a lot, yeah. I think. And then the the old folks they never went on vacation never. except in, in in January they used to close it for a week yeah. to yeah. do cleanup, mm-hmm. and then yeah. they'll come back. Fun, but they were always fun there. fact when they did buy it because there was it was a greasy pit, legit greasy pit. Before. They bought it, yeah, yeah, and they cleaned that up. Oh. And one of the fire marshals that used to go in and, and give yeah. everybody said it was the cleanest restaurant the, he'd actually seen. You in can actually Sonoma. You can tell uh-huh. you can tell the fans when you walked in there, the greasers, yeah. they were spotless. Yeah. Every time you walked in because they used to clean it every day. My friend says that every day 
cleanup time, man. That guy could cook a burger. He only flipped the burger one time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, watched him. So he only good. flipped it once. And that taught me how to flip burgers. And Yeah, you don't yeah. have to flip it all the time. You he know. just had the timing, though. He one was time. just great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was such a And that barbecue sauce they used, though. Oh, was my goodness. And there was uh, something else because I tried funny. to look for that barbecue sauce. And I couldn't find it. He used to add something he different. He did something different. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did something. It was delicious. I wish I knew that secret because we were, I don't know if we did barbecue sauce when I was there. On my way, I'd be walking up, stop and pick blackberries from Maxwell and make make shakes you, and stuff. You never seen him uh, when he was like, when they were in the in the grill? He used uh, to go like this. I didn't do yep. Oh, yeah. No. Oh. There was something the in that sauce. barbecue sauce. Oh, and I, delicious. Just, I still can't figure out what Their it is. Their milkshakes were delicious, yeah, too. Yeah. I used to love them. I they started used- a grease fire there. I still know people to this day. I'm like, char burger with mustard. <laughs> Super rare. Uh, Barely flip it. They were on that know, like, Food Network show. Oh, yeah. The cheapest, they were? Che- yeah. It was the who had the best chili dog or something like that. You know how it was yeah. restaurants mm-hmm. versus restaurant. I don't know if they won or not, but. Well, you know, I nominate, and people aren't going to know this since t- towards the end of our podcast, but I will tag him on Facebook. <laughs> I nominate Aaron Bremley, like everybody else in town, to bring back Happy Dog. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's been talking Aaron. about this. Just bring it back. I mean, Please. we need a joint You know like where that. they got their meat? Where? I thought it was Broadway That's Market right. in the day. Ooh. Because... They got their meat. Happy yeah. Broadway. Yeah. Broadway Market. Oh, no way. Good meat. Yeah. yeah. He definitely got all local things. We used the fries were like oh. straight out. Of- they, they used like a steak mm-hmm. or something wow. like that and they ground no it up. One, there was something different because yeah. I, I try to make a burger at home and it's not the same. You got to get ground same. steak. You know? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, well, that was good. And now well, I learned something. R.I.P. Happy Dog. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the grill was so small too. Oh. It was amazing how he got all those burgers in there. I mean, they you were busy the whole time. There. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. were busy. Never a time when they weren't busy. It was yeah. so amazing. I miss it so much. I miss the smell. <laughs> and yeah. I only eat fish that, that, right you now. Know, I yeah, still totally. miss the smell. One, one of the things that I'm always looking for is when there's a good place to eat, but also parking lot. It's like... They have to have parking so I can go in there and I don't have to like worry about parking. That place didn't have parking, but I didn't mind. I didn't <laughs> I mind. suffered. I'll walk could, well, you three used blocks to be able just to, to there, just you know? cut right through there. So it wasn't yeah, a big yeah. deal. Oh, but, remember uh, the Peruski place right next to Happy Dude. Dog? Oh, okay. My let's God. talk about Mazetta's. Oh. That was a, oh. and you know who has that recipe and they ain't parting with it is they had Rocket for a while. Yeah. Liz and Molly Hirely, right? Right. They have the recipe and they will still make them sometimes for like my brother goes to the pub. I think (laughs) Casey's pub. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, we tried to get him to teach a class here. (laughs) How about teaching that? Yeah, right. Yeah, and the craziest thing is, is the daughter tried to open up another restaurant in Center Fell, and it was called the Golden Orb. Back in the day, there was a Peruski forum, and we had to figure (laughs) it all out where they went, and they were serving like. Peruskis and Boris, but it lasted like maybe a year or so. Wait, who are we were talking about? Liz and Molly? No. No, we're talking about the original. The, the actual daughter. Owners, yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, the owner. Yeah. God, underground Peruski world. Bring yeah, it back. Yeah. Bring it back, folks. <laughs> yeah, my friend but somehow found out about it. And when, by the yeah. time I got there, I wasn't there anymore. Yeah. So depressing. We Once again, we we've food. gone down, the, it's lunchtime, so <laughs> yeah. our show always digress. I wonder if it would be different if we recorded in the late afternoon. Would we be thirsty? I don't know. Tired? We'll be sleepy. So, anyway, oh, like Takeshi, I'm so happy you're on the other side of the mic. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, and not Googling all of Gerardo's fun facts. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and feel free to edit any of this. We really went off the charts. <laughs> yeah, time. I think we did what, like an hour and a half on this thing? <laughs> Jesus. An hour and 11 minutes. Wow. Maybe it's a part two. <laughs> yeah, All right, yeah, yeah. everybody. Thank you so much. Uh, take care, guys. <laughs>